time for a snap decision. that good at this and you don't have to be either my name is joel and i am your host for this adventure sitting at this table with me are my three friends acquaintances uh old flings i don't know whatever first one up all of those are good all of them all of those all, all, all of those them. are classy wallace welcome here wallace welcome beast greetings gentlemen what are you playing today and wallace? ladies and or and, others and or others. whomever is listening in podcast land all you out there. I am playing Kurgan, the half orc of the druid type. Great. This uh hope you know some stuff about trees, because that's where we're we are right now. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave. It's a tree. Make like a tree and get out. <laughs> Next up beside him is we have Nick. Nick, welcome to the table. Thank you, thank you. Uh let's see. Today I'll be playing Guys Bainbridge. A Rougarou Cavalier. Great. And your horse? And my horse named Rexford. A horse, a faithful a horse, steed. A horse named a horse named Rexford. A horse named Rexford. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. <laughs> awesome. Like any good horse name. Yeah. <laughs> and I am Joel. And I am Joel. And I will be playing Scarlet Carson, the uh, Asimar Inquisitor of Tyrannus. Of Tyrannus. And last but not least, we've got Chris. Chris, welcome here. Oh, thank you, Joel. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. What character are you playing today, Chris? I am playing many a character. I'm sure everyone wants me to play Lockic Dragma, but maybe you're going to see him. Maybe you're not. Get out of here. We'll have that. to see. I know you love his incense. I hate so we'll that guy. You next time, I'm going to burn some incense while I'm, no. while I'm voicing him. No, we'll see. Much okay, we'll see. Do we'll it. see. <laughs> We'll see. Do it. Do it. Do it I now. GM, DM, whatever you want to call it. Any two letters, put them together. That is me. I'll be leading everyone on this adventure and uh, helping flush out the world. Awesome. Well, can't wait. This is uh, things are about to get pretty hairy. I think. Both I, I think so. It's realistically and figuratively. <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, I see it. I see it. First up, before we start, though, I'm going to throw it over to Chris. Chris, what's our lore drop for today? The lore drop today. Today is a good one, Joel. We are tackling a god today, specifically Tyrannus, the god of storms, zeal, righteousness, knights, and glyphs. He's known by many names, but his most popular are the Stormbringer, the Thunderous Archangel, the Saint of Skies, the Platinum Knight, and the Accursed Fate Unbound. Tyrannus is a platinum feathered angel with glowing blue runes on his skin and a red sash across his chest. He's either depicted wearing full plate armor or bare chested, and he always is wielding his trusty greatsword. It has an ornate winged crossguard and is 
able to split into two. So sometimes it's a single sword. Sometimes you see him with two swords. Now, Tyrannus. Tyrannus was once an archangel in the service of a forgotten god. And as a reminder, forgotten gods are any of the old gods that didn't survive the rise of Xeranoth. They were slain by him. So Tyrannus, while he was an archangel, he was cast down from the heavens and cursed with mortality at the end of the Age of Cataclysm. His past all but forgotten, he joined a group of wandering heroes who eventually each rose to divinity themselves after stopping the foul machinations of Orcus, god of the underworld. Tyrannus' holy symbol is a pair of crossed greatswords, each with a single winged crossguard. As it is one sword splits apart, you got a wing on each side, boom, cross them, you got his holy symbol. And for any of those who want to know what that means in game terms, we're talking a lawful good, lesser deity, so stronger than a demon lord or a demigod, but not as strong as a intermediate great deity, nor a greater deity, who is Xeranoth, is the only one in our pantheon. Domains are air, glory, good, law, and rune, and favored weapon of the greatsword. Chris, I'm going to be honest. This sounds like the coolest deity in your whole oh. pantheon. Oh, he's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool, pretty like cool way deity. cooler than the ones Nick made. Well, we'll have to see. So as as <laughs> well, everyone seems to like before, celebrating yours more. Screw you, Nick. <laughs> as I've hinted, Tyrannus is actually based off of a character Joel played <coughs> previously, who did in fact ascend to divinity. So uh, very exciting to have him incorporated in the pantheon. And wouldn't you know it, Joel is worshiping himself. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> and with that, we will send it to Wallace the Beast. He's going to give us a recap of what happened last time. Last time on Barely Adequate. The party visited Elodie Spiris to identify some potions while Scarlet purchased some fertilizer. Afterwards, they met with Willem Bornello, a local blacksmith believed to have ties with the Ironclaw Werebear tribe. The PCs showed him Thuvius's silver quill pin, and Willem revealed that two months ago, he was asked by Thuvius to set up a meeting with Whitescar, the leader of the Ironclaw clan. However, he disappeared just before the meeting. Afterwards, the party headed to investigate Black Tree Hill, or intercepted by a mysterious rider, Dame Satsuki Nabura, who tried to stop them from trespassing upon the hill. After showing her their writ, she revealed a previous encounter with a dark-cloaked figure with red eyes that slew a group of bandits and disappeared in the thin air, an encounter which lined up with Thuvius's disappearance. After she left the party to the business on the hill, they searched the bizarre tree eyes staring back at them in the canopy. What will the party find at Black Tree Hill? Find out right now. Chris, lead us on. You've arrived at Black Tree Hill, started to look at the bizarre tree, and as you did, you noticed eyes glaring down at you from the canopy. Suddenly, leaping down from the canopy, you see eight emaciated, deranged goblins. No weapons in hand, just bony-handed fingers and big gnashing teeth. They come falling down at you from the top of the tree. Everybody roll initiative. This is different than I anticipated. I didn't expect this. 
Nobody expects the Goblin Inquisition. How is the Goblin Inquisition? <laughs> Greymane, what is your initiative? 11. 11 for Greymane. Gaius Bainbridge. With an 8 on the dice, my initiative is 10. 10. Scarlet Carson. Coming in on a 6. Big 6. Kurgan Thunderhell. <laughs> 8. <laughs> the big lead up. Oh! That's what I get. Eight. Yeah, for real. You're the wolf in the back. You're it's not great. the alpha. It's great for you're audio. You're the one all the wolves <laughs> yeah. beat up. You're, you're the you're the you're the beta. The Charlie. Wolf. You're the Delta Wolf. <laughs> not even. I'm the Zeta. <laughs> uh, Rexford, I believe you did not take your horse with you. No, you did. Yep. Rexford's here. You were riding Rexford. I'm currently riding him. And what's uh, Rexford's initiative is going to be the same as yours because you're you're mounted. So. Yep. That's a, that's a big 10. Okay. Then we got some <clears throat> deranged goblins falling. Oh, I'm going to say pouncing, but it's more of a, more of a fall falling out of the tree towards you. So is it, is the whole thing goblins? Is that all of this? Did Thuvius get kidnapped by goblins? <laughs> kidnapped by some emaciated <laughs> is starving <sorry>. goblins. <laughs> okay. So uh, we'll say the druid was probably closest to the tree. So we'll say he's he's kind of adjacent to the tree. And uh Greyman is always right near you. So we'll always. say Greyman is he's right beside you. Guard. We'll put uh Scarlet about ten feet behind you. And then let's say that we've got Gaius uh stride Rexford. He'll be uh, taken up just behind Greyman. Okay, so uh pouncing with great, great agility. Off this this tree towards you, four goblins. With the there speed are four of more gravity. up there, but four got off really fast. Okay, so fast it looked like they just slipped and fell towards you. They probably did, but. like any good goblins, pouncing with the speed of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so four goblins pounce at the speed of gravity down this tree, and they uh, three of them. Three of them pounce towards our loyal, loyal druid, Kurgan Thunderhowl, the druid archer. So they come falling down. And these goblins, emaciated and gaunt frames, these goblins pounce down at you, trying to bite at you, take chomps as they fall out of this tree. So you're flat-footed right now, which means you have a, an amazing 13 AC. And these goblins, one of them bites you. Oh, he gets you for one non-lethal damage. <laughs> All gums. Are they are they children by any chance? The other goblin <laughs> that jumped out of the tree, he pounces and tries to tries to tries to bite at Greymane and hits him. Oh. For a devastating two points of lethal damage. Takes a small chunk out of some of his fur. Big oh, just rips uh, a uh, chunk out of, of fur. Gray out. out of gray man. <coughs> and the one to your the one to Kurgan's left and the one that attacked Greymane. After they do their, their amazing attempted bite, they land on their feet. The other two fall flat on their faces. <laughs> And they each take three points of lethal damage. 
<laughs> oh, I'm going to feel so bad killing these things. <laughs> and it's Greymane's turn. So I have a feeling he's going to he's going to respond to that that a vicious biting assault of this goblin. It's kind of face planted near the the side of the tree for 7. Oh, so that uh that goblin was prone. So he just face planted on the ground. So that is a hit. <laughs> well done. Who would have thought that? For five damage. Oh, viciously bites him. And, and he he, uh, he is bleeding out on the ground. And he is prone, correct? He is prone. So those, those two are prone. Okay. That brings us to Gaius Bainbridge, astride the mighty Rexford. All right. I will spur Rexford to swing around and attack the goblins from the other side of going on the far side of the tree on the far side of the tree. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, you do so to the other side. That's within Lance range. If that matters to you. All right. I'll draw my Lance and attack the goblin. Okay. Let's see what you got. So this is one that, uh, made his fall. I mean, amazing jump landed real nice. Real nice. A ten. Maybe it's the a muscle, ten. But. It's a ten, really. <laughs> With a nine on the dice and all the other modifiers, fifteen. A fifteen, easily hitting this goblin, easily getting him. That goblin's also flanking too, so <laughs> or being flanked with with Greymane, so for five got. damage. Oh, big five, big five. So that goblin still stands, stands proud. Okay, that brings us to Kurgan Thunderhowl. So you just got you got attacked by some vicious bites from flying goblins. I'll take a chop at So the one <coughs> to your 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 left <coughs> is prone and took some fall damage. The one that's kind of scuttling on the side of the tree, he is on his feet and he hasn't taken any damage. There's one that is bleeding out on the ground that was has fallen. And there's one that is uh, kind of to your right, standing still, and took some damage from a lance strike. I'll take the prone one to my left. The prone one to your left. Okay, so you're winding up with that great axe, pulling with that uh, that that masterwork great axe that you it is procured. A masterwork great axe <laughs> from Bloody Brack Grogan. It's got the the feeling uh, donated motif. They the donated to, to the your druid, class. the druidic. <laughs> Children's fun. <laughs> 13 to hit, not including prone. Oh, that easily connects with this goblin. Four. A big four. Big four. That goblin's still, still standing strong. I am done. And that brings us to the other four goblins flying out of this tree. And these Jumping ones. Gracefully. Gracefully. Like a swan dive. <laughs> <laughs> jumping out of this tree. Like a pregnant yak. <laughs> All the grace of a pregnant yak. Are they attached to bungee vines by chance? <laughs> nope. Off the tree? Not on this tree. They certainly aren't. There are not vines on this tree. So they come They come flying off there. And uh, each one of them is going after that tasty looking wolf man. Mmm. Delicious. So each one of them is coming after Gaius Bainbridge. Gaius, I got you at 19. Is that right? That is correct. 
Okay, every single one of them misses you. Didn't even need your shield. In fact, you didn't even need your armor. They just jumped straight off the tree, trying to face plant to the ground. And let's see how they landed. Let's investigate that. Oh, goodness. So the one to your immediate left and the one to your immediate right that are farthest from the tree, they both land face down in the ground. Rock, head right into the dirt, rock hard to the ground. And both of them die from the fall. <laughs> you hear a sickening snap as both of them plant face head first into the ground and their little legs fall over in there. <laughs> like the worst railway ties imaginable. The worst railway spikes imaginable. The other two, they make their landing now. Oh, my goodness. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, Joel. And these guys are definitely... Definitely <coughs> intense. Yeah, I, I see that. They're I truly see. formidable. These are truly the guys that killed Thuvius. They Vayner. must have done they it. They must have done it. There's nobody else that it could have been. Scarlet Carson, it's your turn. I feel super bad about this. <laughs> like, it just looks like I'm slaughtering children at this point. Ah, they're goblins. I mean, they're going to eat you, so. Well, what if I give them food? Would they... Okay, what do I know about goblins? Do I... No, Joko. I just assume these are like street urchins. In the city. I don't come out to the nature very well, often. These, so These do not look like street urchins. So these guys... I guess my question is what I feel they that they're actually They stand barely three feet threat. tall. Their scrawny humanoid body dwarfed by their wide, ungainly head. They kind of have dark green skin. But these ones are covered in dirt and filth. And lots and lots of dried blood. These are sick goblins. They're not even like full-strength goblins. Specifically around their mouths and their the fronts of their chests and their hands. So it looks like they've been ripping things apart with their hands and, and eating them. And that is, is what these guys look oh like. My but goodness. I can't stress enough. They're, they're all emaciated. Oh, like you can see all their bones and big bulging little bellies. Giant heads. Okay, so I don't have a way to... They just look totally deranged. At this point, I don't have a way to intimidate all of them, correct? I would need... Well, I mean, uh, you could try and intimidate one of them. Yeah, I would need Dazzling Display to kind of stop all That's of them. That's correct, to do all of them. But, uh, so... Uh, the cards right now. Like, is it worth trying to talk to these things? I, I don't know it's if she would know a lot about goblins. So do you speak a goblin? I do not, no. Do you have an knowledge level? Uh, yeah. Let's see a check. 11. Oh, yeah. It's only a five. So, you know, you know about goblins. They're uh, very much considered a like a like a scourge. Uh, they kind of live on the fringes of human society, kind of scavenging what they can, destroying anything they can. They love fire and they have to eat an incredible amount of food because their bodies burn it off. So okay. Quickly. So they're like vermin, essentially. Then. They're they're That's the best description. They're. It's not often you meet a good goblin. Let's put okay. it that way. Well, uh, Scarlet will <laughs> sigh and roll her eyes, and she'll draw her greatsword. She'll five-foot step in and just murder this one on the ground, I guess. Sounds good. So we got one on the ground, still kicking a bit. <laughs> I mean, if the You're coming in? holy exemplar of our party decided to... I mean, she would. She kind of follows his moral compass, I think. So she's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, take this his, guy's uh, good with it. I'm good with it." Ton warhorse, yeah, around the back and skewers one of the lance. So, this is so bad. Uh, that is a uh, fourteen to hit. Oh, you get him! 
Oh, you easily bring that sword. You spin the sword around a few times. And then plant it down into his gut. 13 damage. Oh, severing him in half. Okay. Now there's nine goblins. So I st- And then I look at Gaius and I'm like, eh? Thumbs up? Is that, is that right? Are these children supposed to die? Is that what she wants to know? They're goblins, not children. The minis that that you have, Chris, they just look like adorable children. No, they adorable green do children. So some people may think goblins are good looking or supposed to be cutesy. In my movie, my movie theater up here, they <laughs> certainly aren't. Fair enough. <laughs> I have a different view of what goblins act and look like than some people. Okay, Scarlet, well done. Viciously taking down that goblin. Okay, so... The yummy XP. Mmm. Mm, delicious. So we got one that's uh, it's on the on the ground. It's uh, standing here. Just uh, just to the left of uh, Kurgan Thunderhowl. And uh, seeing seeing his buddy get, get viciously killed by Scarlet, he's going to advance a bit. Five stepping over, and he he lunges at you, trying to take a chomp out. I'll of just you. say to him, I'll teeth. say, "You don't have to do this, little buddy." Oh, oh, what a what a devastating attack roll! And he misses. Okay, glances off your arm. Okay, I'll be like, "You don't have to do this, little one." His teeth gnashing. You can run. Now's your chance. So this uh, this one that was prone, of course, is uh, going to stay on the ground and try and lunge at your your legs, Kurgan, and. Not your ankles. His attack roll total is a minus four. Does that hit you? <laughs> Almost. Okay, okay. How close hard. is Orc to Goblin? <coughs> Not at all. <laughs> and then uh, we got They're another one. They're both green, I thought maybe. That's <laughs> standing right by, right by the wolf, right by Greymane. He's going to wind up and uh, <laughs> jump in. And he like, like. Like flying headbutts forward and takes a big chomp. Oh, another big chomp on Greymane for three lethal damage. Oh no! Oh, it takes another. You got two bald spots now, and it's Greymane's turn. <laughs> two goblins hanging from either side uh, of his face. He'll uh, he'll attack the standing one. Is there a standing one right there? Uh, yeah, there is. There's a standing one. You'll attack that one for eight. Big eight. That is a miss. Really, we're doing them a favor by putting them out of their misery. They're hungry. They will feed the other goblins that will come find them later. So (laughs) circle of life. Okay, that uh, brings us to... So brings us to Gaius. Gaius, what you got? All right. Oh, one of the other ones that jumped out of the tree. I might as well lance one of them. Okay. Ooh, now would that crit fail? That's a miss. You, t- you, you step forth with your lance, and you end up uh, glancing off the side of the tree. And uh, it dulls your lance a little bit. Ah, disappointing. Kurgan, it's your turn. I will take. I will take my... <clears throat> Great axe and attack the prone one. Let's see what you got. Oh no. 20 on the dice. <laughs> oh, he was barely hanging on. I don't think he's going to hang out much longer. 
Oh, goodness. By the For gods. Ni- 19 to confirm. Oh, critical hit. Times three? Making up for my Oh, that's fail. times three. I want to see it. Five. Could be six, depending on how good you roll. 11. 16. 23 plus 26 damage. <laughs> oh, you take a wicked chop at him and just viciously decapitate him. The little one biting your ankles. He's no more. He was just hanging on before. And after that vicious display with that pith fiend axe of yours, we see the one that uh, is kind of scampering beside the side of the tree. And it's going to take a bite at Gaius. So he's not going for Gaius. He's going for Rexford. Taking oh. a big chomp of that delicious chicken leg in front of him. Nom, 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 nom. Biting off oh. more than he can chew there. Oh, my. Oh, my. He misses. <laughs> <laughs> that 18 AC of Rexford is just too much for this goblin to deal with. <clears throat> he just can't do it. That was a good roll, too. Not good enough. The other goblin, he's going to go for the same thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, and he also misses. Rexford's just stomping around, dodging all these attacks. Scarlet Carson. So, following... <laughs> I mean, Kurgan is the smartest uh, outdoorsman that she currently knows. Uh, so Scarlet just saw Kurgan like rip one apart, and so I guess she's like, "Okay, I guess this is just things we kill out here." Normally, she likes to talk her way out of situations, but uh, she's gonna <coughs> horribly murder this guy in front of her. I guess. Let's see what you got? Uh, that's a nineteen to hit. A nineteen. Mm. That is a hit. For 14 points of damage. Oh, Chris. viciously, viciously killing him. Oh, that slash. Lops off one of his arms. He lets out a bit of a scream and collapses. Oh, Scarlet moves around the side of the tree. Get towards the ones near Gaius. And uh, ooh, we got the deranged goblin that's been been chomping on Greymane. Going after him again. But he misses. This time, can't get a good hold on Greymane. Greymane's turn. I feel terrible, I feel terrible for the uh, goblin. Do you? Yeah. So much this that he's gonna. Greymane's gonna bite him. <laughs> That's how terrible he feels. Ten. A ten. A ten is a miss. This goblin ducks out of the way. <laughs> Greymane is done. Gaius Bainbridge. Astride the mighty Rexford, dodger of goblin bites. It is your turn. Oh, you should totally write down titles as you go. I should. But for now, I will attack one of the goblins. And I imagine at this point, Rexford would attack one as well. I mean, if you want to. Is he combat trained? He is. Uh, Then he's going to be trying to stomp some goblin. Two already like uh, railway spikes. We're going to see if we can spike the other two into the ground. All right. So with my lance. <laughs> okay. Are you going for the one uh, the one that was attacking Greyman? Uh, are you going for one of the ones near your feet? I'll go for the one that's uh, 
attacking near my feet. Okay. Sounds good. And for that, I am looking at a 19 to hit. Well, that is a hit. Let's see some damage. Big six on the dice for 11. <laughs> uh, vicious thrust, and he collapses to the ground. Alive, but bleeding out. That's a tough And I believe one. it's Rexford's turn. And certainly unconscious. Is that the other one within range? For Rexford, for sure. All right. Rexford will attempt to hoof it. Okay. So he uh, rears back and uh, slams down with his, his hooves. Ooh, crit fail on that oh, hoof check, though. Oh, but he misses. Yep. That goblin's too, too fast. He ends up whacking down one of those other goblins a few more inches. <clears throat> Getting that spike driven into the ground, good. That brings us to Kurgan Thunderhowl. I am going to attack that one beside me. Going for the one attacking Grayman. Let's see what you got. With my fourteen to hit. A fourteen. That is a hit. Bringing that great axe down once more. Eight. And that goblin collapses to the ground and is bleeding out. Excellent. Not for him. <laughs> that brings us to the one goblin that we still stands. Could, they could have came for a chit-chat, but no. The one to, uh, Scarlet moved up to. He's had no luck with that delicious-looking horse. He's going to go for Scarlet this time instead. Mm. Comes in with a big bite. Oh, oh. His natural 20 does not confirm his critical. <laughs> and so instead you take two points of lethal damage from that terrifying bite. Scarlet Carson, it is your turn. Uh, so she'll look down and she'll say, uh, you had a chance. You had your chance. And she will bring her, her uh, greatsword down with a 14. To oh, hit. that's a hit. <clears throat> See what you got with that hit. For 13 points of damage. Oh, 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 oh. oh he, he he did. He got him. Okay. He well, is dead. We figured out the Viciously cut, secret. Cut him, cut him shoulder down a groin. He splits it out. <coughs> Good. Let's take lunch. Around. We figured out what was happening at, at Black Tree Hill. <laughs> just, so, just, just like that. Just eight goblins that fell out of a tree. Eight goblins fell out of a tree. Uh, maybe two maybe, two think, of which are You think these are the uh, beast of Black Tree Hill? This... No, but they probably That's a were like. If I've ever seen one, they were probably wearing like a cl a cloth or something. Let's they were all they were all together wearing. A yeah, bag. like trying to get into a movie that they're not supposed to be yeah. in. On talking to each other's shoulders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two of them are one leg, two of another leg. Yeah, one's each arm. It's all makes sense. One's the head. It all and makes one sense. One big fat guy in the middle is the belly. <laughs> He's the torso. Okay, well, uh, she'll Scarlet. Are we are we out of combat? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, as I said, there's two bleeding to death right now. Uh, six of them are for sure dead. Okay. Should we uh, well, maybe I'll, question them? But yeah. No one speaks Goblin. Well, this is part of Scarlet's thing. So she's going to manacle one of them. Okay. Manacling one. And she's going to cast Stabilize on okay. that one. On that one. Okay. So one is bleeding to death and one is stable. So we'll, uh, we'll say the one that was closest to you... Uh, 
Should I stabilize the other He's one as well? I realize one. we don't have a lot of time to decide this, but Scarlet will ask. Do we... Should I try to save the second one as well? Okay, so with that extra <laughs> round it takes you to ask that... She would ask. It actually dies. Okay, great. <laughs> so two, what would you say? Two for the manacling, one for stabilize, and then the, the last one he dies. <laughs> What would you say, though, guys? Guys, what would you say? I'm not exactly sure what you think you can learn from goblins. They, I doubt they know anything of use, of use to us. These creatures are a bane to my forest. <clears> hmm. <throat> end of the city. That's all. That's all. Roads. That's all I say. Do you you agree? Do any with? of you speak goblin? No, not not even at all. Okay. Not even close. This is just, it's just very much it. Like, this is how Scarlet would deal with oh, something. I'm, and I, so, sounds yeah, good. yeah. So, so she would say to you, Gaius, uh, well, uh, Sir Knight, is, do you agree with his assessment of, um, of they are just trouble to the, to the lands and to the forests? And are they just a vermin upon, upon societies? And are they, um, is there any reason that we should keep it? Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna encourage you to execute a bound prisoner. You've taken a prisoner, so it's you should treat it accordingly. Okay, so um, Scarlet will um, remove the manacles. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake it up. Run, run! You say as you pick it up. And toss it over there. And <laughs> if it falls out of so this tree one more you'd time. You'd have to heal it. It's well, I'm not spending uh, it's any stable and unconscious right now. Okay, well, we'll just leave it for a minute. We got options. That's yeah. all I'm saying. We have options. There are options. There are options. So we'll lean, lean them up against we the tree. We uh, should maybe quickly search them. Sure you can. They, they could have. Let's get perception checks. They could have a random junk. What That's a good have? idea. We should look around and see what, what's going on. Wasn't that a strain? You didn't expect goblins in a tree? I'm very... I want to actually... No one expects goblins in a tree. Who expects goblins in a tree? A hole? Yes. A tree? Come on. What are they? Monkeys? No. They're goblins. They're goblins. They're not even monkey goblins. 17. Got a 17. Anyone else got a perception? Let's see. 13 and 2. 15. We got a 15 from Gaius, a 17, I believe, from Scarlet. Yes. And what was that from Kurgan? Nine. 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 Okay, Kurgan. We'll start with what Kurgan sees, and we'll go up from there. Kurgan, you see a grand total of eight goblins <laughs> that you guys have just slain, one of which is unconscious but alive. You also notice there are a number of goblins up in the canopy. You see seven of them, but they're not, they're, they're stuck up there. You don't know what they're doing. Okay, and we'll, we'll jump up to what Gaius sees. So Gaius, you obviously see the same thing, <coughs> but those aren't goblins. Those are goblin corpses. And it looks like they have been picked pretty much clean. There's a little bit of rotting flesh here and there of stuff that they didn't, didn't want, but it looks like uh, the seven goblins that are up in the canopy are dead and have been cannibalized. You also notice that the goblins that you guys have just killed are gaunt, filthy, and you would say probably the ones that ate the seven that are up on the, the top, 
But even sin, even so, they are still starving. Not anymore, they're not. You would mm. say that these they were like deranged with hunger and thirst. You also notice, uh, as does uh, as does Kurgan, uh, that they have no items on them except for blood soaked, crudely made leathers. Mm. Are they green leather by any chance? Uh, no. No, they're not. Uh, but you do notice uh, upon a little closer inspection that some of the ones that are on the on the ground here that you guys just killed are wearing, you know, interesting hoods and and hats and capes and things made from goblin skin that's poorly <laughs> cured. So you think they uh, recently decorated themselves in their kills, and then uh, that brings us to Scarlet. So Scarlet. You notice everything that uh, that the other people noticed, but you would also say that based on what you're seeing in the situation, you would say that all of these goblins have not left the canopy of the tree for a week. They've been in the canopy for a week and have not come down. You don't see any goblin tracks on the ground. So they were afraid of something. They have not come down in a week. But you they weren't afraid they, of us. They scampered up there and have been too too afraid to come down. But uh, very likely, they pounced down on you because they were mad with hunger. Couldn't mm. so up there anymore. One thing, though, is that whatever they're scared of can't get them in the tree. So it would seem. I'm sure you're, uh, can your horse climb a tree? <laughs> well okay so scarlet will have a look around at the rest of the grounds here too and see um has there been any other uh has there been anybody else up here has there been like what does she see around here so looking are, around are there bones that are thuvius sized <laughs> no but you do notice there's a number of tracks in the area, none of them are goblins. I'll take a survival check to so see if at, uh, someone can identify what what they're looking at at, at the scene. At here. this point, Scarlet would say, uh, "Kurgan, perhaps you can help me with this. I don't know what these tracks could possibly be or mean." Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, so you've uh, you can determine that the tracks you're seeing around are belonging to. What looks like a single creature. And from what you can tell, it's some kind of clawed quadruped. Both its fore and back limbs have claws. It's not like like a like a canine kind of paw or like a leopard kind of paw. It's more like you would expect from maybe like an like an ape kind of thing where it's more human looking feet and hands with, with big sharp claws. It is, it is bizarre. Looking. Knowledge nature to try to figure out what it is. Uh, yeah, you can give me a knowledge nature. Twenty two. The closest comparison you have is in some ways it actually reminds you of like if a human were running on all fours and they had like claws. 
so, but kind of more bestial. So more like, like a primate of some kind. You're not sure. It's, it's nothing you've seen before. Okay. Nothing you've seen before. But if you had to guess, the closest thing you could say would be like some kind of clawed human-like creature. And is there really only one set of tracks here now? There's one set of tracks. Okay. Only. Fresh? Uh, it looks pretty fresh. Looks like probably something's been coming out here circling around okay. this tree. So we pretty, were... Pretty often. So uh, Scarlet would be saying this in character. Uh, okay. So we were told to not be here at night. But I feel like our investigation can't continue unless we are. What do you guys think? We weren't told that we can't be here at night. We were told we shouldn't be, correct? Yeah, that it's dangerous at night. Dangerous. That's what you were told. It's dangerous at night, so it's best not to be there. It's also dangerous during the day. We just got attacked by some goblins. Well, no one no one comes by this. We should have arrested them, by the way. They didn't <laughs> oh. have clearance to be one here. One has been arrested. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Gonna we're gonna bring him in. We're gonna go collect the body. I'm for sure bringing him in. For sure bringing him. But they were trespassing. They shouldn't have been here. So what do you guys think? Like, what time of day is it about now? I would say we're getting towards the evening. It's gonna be. It's and, gonna be dinner time. And is Dame? Soon. Would Dame? She didn't threaten to come and hurt us if we were here at night, right? She just said we shouldn't oh, no. be. She out just at warned night. you that it's okay. it's dangerous, so best not to be here. Yeah, it's more of. The warning is more for our safety, it would seem. Oh, yeah. It's, it, the warnings you've but, received from it, including from the captain, Hoss Gorix, yeah. was about safety. In our defense, it's our, also not safe to be in the city because of the pit fiends at night. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you mean at night? They attack people in broad daylight. That's true. That's true. The needs of our personal safety seems to be in conflict with the needs of our investigation. I suggest we stay here for the night. To in the tree? At the base of the tree, so okay. that we can confront whatever this creature is. All right, all right. I like it. I like where your head's at. So you're gonna set up camp, or are you gonna grab a bite before coming back? You also have a goblin prisoner. Yeah. Oh, we do. Let's go take our prisoner in. Yeah. Get some supplies. We'll get like some parcheesi or something, so that we have something to do while we're out here. Um. Well, we'll have plenty to do keeping an eye out for the creature. Are we are we gonna just set up a camp and like really try to get this thing to come at us, or are we gonna? Because it seems like it's just kind of attacking with no no regard, right? Well, I can see. I'll be able to see in the dark, regardless of what's going on. I will as well. How about you, Kurgan? How's your night vision? How is my night vision? Got dark vision. Well, then it seems like this is a really good group for this stakeout that we're about to do. Only your animals won't be able to see well. Yeah. Oh my, he didn't scent at least. Yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, first of all, let's go back. So. And bring the goblet in. Okay. I say we plan for staying up all night to be alert for the creature. I agree. And to be ready for it. Okay. Uh, this tree. Is it, it <coughs> it's it's like dead, right? It is not dead, it is neglected. What would which it Which is take, why it looks so fearsome right now. What would it take to start rehabilitating this tree? 
Uh, someone would need to have some kind of related skill check to well, keeping care of plants. I I know somebody, trees. but I would probably still like, talk to Kurgan. Like, like knowledge of, of nature or, well, or a skilled this, botany trade. Okay. Okay, great. So I will say. <laughs> oh, this tree is not, it's just not from here. It's not like it's sick, is it? it the problem is that this tree isn't from this climate normally. Yeah, there so was somebody that was taking care of it, right? careful care to be kept flourishing and alive. So if it's neglected, then it will eventually die. So And so it looks like it is currently on the decline, but this type of tree is extremely rugged. So it 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 has survived. Okay. But you know, it, it certainly isn't healthy. Like it looks like a dying tree. Oh, oh Chris. Because this is an ironwood tree and they're so very impressive. I'm actually okay with this. I rolled a natural 20 on my profession botany check. Oh my. And I'm going to also consult with Kurgan to see what he may know of this tree. Because I don't think Scarlet, like, Scarlet's training didn't have a full spectrum of nature training. It was specifically on how to keep rare plants alive. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's kind of her thing, right? What was so, your check? Uh, 26. Oh. You're pretty sure that as long as you come by once a day for about 20 minutes or so, within a couple of weeks, you'll get this tree alive and Okay, well. so I can basically just use, like, the same type of fertilizer that I have and all that stuff for what, like? Yeah, you, you can get some specialty stuff. You'll need to get some I know somebody. Things, but uh, you'll have to pay a, a visit to your, your local garden shop. Okay. Uh, but you're you're confident within a within a couple of weeks you can get this tree healthy again. Okay, okay. But you know it, it will require consistent. You know, yeah. After yeah. that, you know, we're talking once a week. You have to I'm come not, by. And I'm not sure if she can do this commitment, but I think she would want to. Like they're, they're like it's someone's full time job probably to to care for this tree. Well, maybe she'll try to hire. As somebody I said, for like later. you're basically just going to get it to the point. It's not dying. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, like, yeah. Yeah. Flourish. I like that. Okay. So that's, she'll say, she'll say, uh, I would like to bring some supplies back as well and see if I can, um, try to revive this tree. Such a rare specimen shouldn't be neglected like this. You think you can revive this tree? I think so. Yes. Well, it's always worth a shot. I agree. So we'll, uh, um, do you, so I guess Scarlet will just grab the goblin and throw it over its shoulder, her, throw it over her shoulder. Oh, treat him so gently. And just carry it back to town. <laughs> His little emaciated goblin yeah, body. Yeah. Hang it no, on No, no, no. Put him on the horse. Okay. So <laughs> she'll put him on Rexford and tie him down there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> arms to legs. Tiny little time to saddle saddlebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just it's like you're bringing the buck into town, and you <laughs> little goblin. Yeah. Okay, so you you guys ride into town. So what's your first stop? Our little Nancy to put Wolverine. Uh, we'll <laughs> go. I think we go straight to uh, Hosk Orcs. Go to Hosk. Yeah, I would like to actually speak to Hosk. Okay. As well, if he's available. So you uh, you arrive at the guard. And you, you, I assume you bring in your goblin. Yes. Secured? Yes. Okay. So the person at the front desk, when you, what are you, you going to say? Uh, As you walk in with this, proudly walk in with an unconscious. We have, 
Hello. What's what's the receptionist's name? Bruce. 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 Hello, Bruce. Nice Last to see you. Ski. Bruce Ski. <laughs> Bruce Ski. Does he spend a lot of time at the bar by any chance? He, he does. All right. Cool. Let's, yeah, he's like a Chad. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll be like, okay, hey, Bruce. Uh, hi. We uh, hi. We would very much like to speak with um, with Captain Hosk. Is he available? I won't what be is, too long. What, what, you, what is it concerning? Uh, it is concerning the disappearances that we're investigating. And you are? Uh, hi, Scarlet. Scarlet Carson. We have a writ. And so I'll show him. The... So he, he takes it from you and gives it a look and hands it back. And he says, okay, just wait. Wait over there. Thank so you. And you guys to like also, if, is there a bounty on this goblin by any chance? He shakes his head. Okay. No, I'd like to... Uh, we, uh, we don't we don't have bounties on a goblin. Can you please place them under arrest? They were trespassing at the tree, which is against the law. Yeah, we'll we'll deal with him, don't worry. Great. <laughs> I'm not even gonna sense motive it. I don't care if they <laughs> just kill him. You toss him I on the don't desk. Care. <laughs> <laughs> and go sit sit off <coughs> to the side. So this uh Bruce Brusky, he uh <laughs> you see him. Due process has been done, and that's the important thing. <laughs> And before long, you don't see Hosk, but you see a familiar guard, one of the ones that you were dealing with. Hey, it's our buddy. And he comes out and he says, oh, the captain's busy right now, but he said, I can, uh, I, I can probably help you. Sense motive. That's really cocked. Okay. Uh, 28. Well, I brought uh, Graymane in, like of course like, you did. like I own the place. Yeah. You, of course you did. Didn't even, didn't not even a second thought. <laughs> and I was outside, you know, tying her, tying her, down, okay. washing them off oh. from all the goblin blood that's on him. What, what did you? Twenty eight uh, for sense motive. Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah, I just want to see if he's like, yeah. No, no, you think he's here to help? Twenty two, twelve sense motive. Okay, so he says. Uh, so I'm told you have a goblin prisoner. Yes. Uh, well, a goblin. <laughs> I I don't know what the, to do with this thing, so I brought it here. Well, uh, do you think he would know anything of import? We I can, mean, it might. We can have a translator brought over. It might know something about the beast that's been prowling around Black Tree Hill, but I don't know. And I think that. Oh, so he says. Whoa, hold on. This goblin knows something. You gotta. We, we gotta find out. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why we brought him. Okay. So, <laughs> lash him back up to your horse and follow me. Where are we going? There's a uh, a former adventurer in town who speaks Godwin. Okay, this is K. Okay, excellent. <clears throat> that, yes, I want to do this. This sounds awesome. <laughs> Let me go get my plants first. They're a part of my interrogate. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. Um. Okay. Oh, I'll be like, okay, great. If this is interrogation to be had on this thing, let's do it. Okay, so he uh, is the goblin still in Bruce's uh, custody. He's still laid on the table, on Brusky's desk, <laughs> and Brusky's like <coughs> trying to pushing him aside, trying to try to pull a paper <laughs> out from under him, and he rips the paper. Oh, throws his arms in the air. So he he collects the goblin and uh, kind of ties hands to feet and kind of is hauling him like he'd haul a like a, 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 like tied a deer. Up sheep yeah, okay, or thing <laughs> throws him over his shoulder. He starts walking, and he leads you out. 
And you're heading uh, kind of more towards uh, one of the more merchanty, businessy kind of areas. And as you're going, uh, he notices you have your horse with you. So yep. he hands you, he tosses the goblin up and says, oh, you can, you can carry him. No problem. <laughs> so he leads you forward. You guys kind of get. Uh, Thank you, old goblin. You get forward. Horse. And uh, he stops suddenly and he says, okay. So he points down the street and he says, so about halfway down the street, you're going to see a weird looking house that's kind of slanted. The guy inside is a friend of the captain, and he'll translate for you. But I have other things I need to do, so I'm going to leave here. But you can go talk to him. He's halfway down. Do I just feel you like he's uncomfortable about going there? <clears throat> you think? It's sense motive. Do you want me to roll it, really? Yep, I okay. do. Uh, 16. 24. I rolled Sorry, an, 22. I rolled an 18 to make sure that I... Remember that I'm mindful to remember his instructions. Oh, okay. So Scarlet, he this guy, he must be really busy. He's okay. got important stuff. Okay. Kurgan, you think he just doesn't want to go talk to this guy? Kay. Okay. And uh, okay, so I'll say okay, great. And so the second uh, order of business, we will be camping out at Black Tree Hill tonight. Oh, he says. Oh, okay. So if we don't report back I'm, in the morning, that's uh, expect you to all be killed by yes. the beast. Okay. Yes. He nods. He says, well, this might be the last time I see you, so best of luck. If so, thank you for all the help. It's, it's appreciated. You've been excellent. Five-star review. Five-star review in whatever app I can do. <laughs> oh, um, okay, well, hold on. No. I reach, reach, in, a, reach in, a, in one of the saddlebags, and I pull out some coinage. I hand him five coins, <laughs> five gold coins. To cover any funeral or funerary <laughs> expenses in case we pass on. Uh, ah, on. yeah, he gives a nod. <coughs> and if I see you tomorrow, we'll be celebrating at uh, Chainbreakers Tavern with this. We'll see you there. He gives a nod and he puts, puts it I in his pocket. I have no intentions of dying out there tonight. Okay, so you uh, continue about halfway up the block and you see a familiar looking house. Right across the street from Spirit Spirits. Oh, no. I turn around. A wonderful occult shop. Owned by none other than Lockic Dragma. The bizarre tilted house. I think Chris just wanted to blame him. I know. Void. I know. Chris Actually, just there's to only two food. people in the city that speak Goblin. Who's the second? You've met the second one. Biscuits. <laughs> and you guys went to this guy's friend, mm. so of course he's going to send you here. <laughs> had you gone, had you gone to. One of your other contacts, they would have sent you to the other guy. But no, you didn't. You went to go see the guard. Uh, so you see the glimpse of the void, a cult shop ahead. I'm not going in there. But I, thought the, uh, I thought the instructions seemed suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going in there. I'm just telling you straight up. I'm not You're going, not going in. No. <laughs> well, as you, as you guys kind of get closer... Um, the, the door to Spear Spirits flies open and she comes out and you see her toss another bucket of alchemical waste into the middle of the street. Okay. And then she, after she does, she stops and waves at Gaius. Okay. Hi. So I will go to her and say, do you have any use for a goblin, Spira? I can think of five uses right now for a goblin corpse. 
It's not a corpse yet. Oh. Would you like it to be? Well, we could try planting them in a pot and see what I can do with them. <laughs> okay, so. so Molly. Why, why are you carrying a goblin around? We don't Most know. Most people carry around like I know this. Cats I, I've made and, a horrible and mistake, and, and I'm being punished by the DM god for my horrible mistake that I've made. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> well, Scarlet is off chatting with um, Spira. Spira. Spira, definitely. Elodie Spiris. And I will proceed towards uh, Lockic Dragma. Okay, so uh, we got Scarlet talking to Spira, uh, Elodie Spiris, and we got. I'll be heading over to Gaius, heading over to go uh, go visit Glimpse of the Void Occult Shop. Yep. Okay, so she says I, I can. I got an empty planter. We could put him in, and we could probably do something interesting with him. Can we? Can we make sure he? Why doesn't... are you carrying around a goblin? Uh, we, we. I thought maybe there was something to learn from him, but it turns out that there isn't. Are you, are you sure? Did you ask him yet? I, I don't speak goblin, do you? No, but, and she runs into her shop mid-sentence. Doors wide open. I'm going to go in. Sure. She just, I'll just be carrying my goblin and you're going over to Lockick, right? <laughs> so I'll, am I by myself at Elodie's? I'm okay with that. So No, no, I had the goblin on the horse. Oh, yeah, right. I okay. have the goblin. Okay, I'll be like, okay, so I'll walk so over. So while you're, while you're talking with her, I'm going to the house. Okay. I'm going to the Lockick's house. So I'll walk. And knocking on the door. I'll walk over to you. But like, I need to take him for a minute. So I, <laughs> you talk to him. I'll, I, Elodie might have a, an answer. I'm not going in here. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> we came here to talk to Lockett. Well, you go ahead. I'm going to bring the goblin over there. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm joining him with Lockick. You're going to, okay. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm going over to Elodie. See, you hear some banging and clanging. Uh-huh. And Elodie comes out. Okay. And she's got. A, a vial about the size of a uh, like a crystal ball, like it's it's the size of a small bowling ball. Okay, like if you go like five pin bowling, yeah, because Canada, like everybody, a vial like that, with a little little thing on the top to drink, and it's a bubbling purple fluid. What is this? So she comes out with that. So you you two you knock on Lockick Dragma's door, and the door creaks open. Because you, you, you said you're locked on the door, right? You weren't yep. using the puller? No, before, I knocked on the door. Okay. <laughs> before you go in, I'm going to say, uh, give me your coin purses before you go in. <laughs> just in case the just in case. just in case you get taken over and want to go on the spiritual journey. I you don't might, recommend 500 it. gold. You can find out anything you need to know. Midnight session. Still don't have that 500 gold, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> Well, I don't want you to spend any gold with this <laughs> this hack. Why? He's not a hack. He's good at his job. He's obviously going to need to get paid in order to get information out of this goblin. Oh, my goodness. Elodie said she has an answer, and she's way cheaper. She doesn't charge anything for anything we do. Okay, so the door creaks open. Yeah. Big, big plume. A big wall of incense comes burning through the door. And you see on the far end, behind a wooden desk... Or a glass cabinet, glass and, and wood cabinet. A familiar looking man, his long dark robe, overly tall standing collar, immense pointed shoulder pads, <clears throat> is Lockic Dragma. Come, come, glimpse of the void. Whatever brings, you shall know. The spirit. 
spirits, the spirits they talk to me. Come! And he starts to beckon you forward. And Don't then, do it. as he kind of <laughs> creepily moves his fingers, kind of calling you forward, you see walking out from behind the door a familiar looking miasma, the wheezing big beast. Skulks out from behind the door and starts doing the same thing with his fingers. <laughs> Love it. Trying to beckon you for Does uh, his fingers, Miasma's fingers, look like the ones from. Uh, Ooh. Uh, he, he, they look like bear paws. So nothing like. With not, the, not at all. There's no way you would. As good, I said, they good were more of a primate kind of look. That's a good question. No. Okay, so Elodie mm-hmm. provides you. So you, you both go in. With the goblin? Well, I'm standing outside waiting for Scarlet to come okay, up with her alternate answer. so you're being creepily beckoned, but you're not, you're not going through the threshold yet. Yeah. Okay. So Elodie, she holds up a, a vial to you. She's like, this is exactly the thing you need. What is it? If you drink this, anything you say will be an Aquin. That goblins d- don't speak Aquin. Do they? No, no, no. You give it to him. And then he speaks Aquan. But I don't speak Aquan. Oh. Neither do I. Do you speak Aquan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Kurgan, do you speak Aquan? <laughs> I do not. I, oh, man. I fail to see how this would help us. Well, I'm sure someone speaks Aquan. They'll be able to talk to this goblin after he drinks this potion. But he has to drink every single drop, or I can't guarantee what will happen. Okay. Right. So we're going to go talk to Lockick because apparently he can speak Goblin. Oh, so she starts like waving her hands. I can smell him from here. I'm not going in. I'm staying outside. Me neither. <laughs> but I'll watch from outside until not the me. door closes. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go anywhere near that creep. That, that's fine. I'll watch your horse. Thank you. Okay, so you, the door closes behind you. Kurgan, are you going in? With him, yep. Are you bringing Greymane in? He does not like the smells coming out of that place. Okay, Greymane, I'll, I'll tell him to stay outside. Okay, so he stands outside. Can okay. I play with Greymane? Sure you can. Sick. Does Greymane capitulate or does he just sit there at attention? On guard like he was told. I'll tell him to guard Scarlet. Oh, okay. Sounds good. So, uh, after you you refuse her help of this this wonderful potion she made, she uh, Elodie wanders off into her shop, but the door is still wide open. So I don't know what you plan to do. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll go chat with Elodie a little bit. Okay, she's busy making new things. She says she's almost got all the kinks worked out of the hair tonic she's making for Captain Hosk. So she starts to go into the specifics of the many trials she's been having lately with it. And they're unusual side effects. Why do you have so many hairless cats here? <laughs> I've almost got it figured out. Here I thought I had to stimulate hair growth. I just had to remove it from one creature and give it to another. See? Overthinking the problem. That's always the problem, was you're always overthinking things. That's you know? what I was thinking. <laughs> so that's so Joe, that's their, the sum of their conversation. Yes, that is pretty much how Okay, so... You guys have gone into the glimpse of the void. Lockic Drogma is being as overdramatic as ever. 
as the door shuts behind you. Come, come. What can I glimpse for you? Oh. Special rates for midnight. Only four ninety-five. I'll take the Copper? goblin that I'm carrying, Gold. and I'll put it down on his counter. Ah, you wish for a shrunken head? Uh, no, actually. I hear ah. you speak goblin. I do. Well, we would like to interrogate this goblin, but unfortunately. I do not speak, nor do nor do any of my companions speak uh, its language. Worry not, for I shall lead you on this journey of enlightenment. But first, this goblin is unconscious. Yes, it was easier to transport it that way. She nods, or she nods, he nods. Mm. I see... So he scrounges around behind his uh, shop and he produces a uh, a strange little well, it kind of looks like a like a like a like a crab and he kind of pops it and there's some kind of strange cream inside and he rubs some of that underneath the goblin's nose and the goblin oh his eyes like pop wide open and his eyes are all bloodshot and his his pupils dilate and he puts the little Bizarre crab paced away. And then he starts going on in a bizarre, bizarre tone you've never heard before. I'll make sure to hold the goblin down so that it doesn't attack. Oh, he, he doesn't move. Not at He's all. He's kind of just... <laughs> his, like, his, his torso is like on the glass and his feet have like slipped off the side and same with his arms. And he's kind of just drooling a bit as he stares up at the ceiling. Oh, well, then I'll just... Uh... Watching morbid curiosity then. <laughs> <laughs> so Lockic Dragma goes on in a bizarre, a bizarre tongue. And this goes on for about, I'll say a minute or so. And he says, ah, his mind, it has spoken to me and revealed a great truth. A giant, stinky death monster with skin mushrooms, huge teeth. And Terry Claws, it runs, no stops, but it's some kind of big folk dumb dog. So it is Fasty Quicks. What? <laughs> You're going to have to translate that more for me. So he repeats the exact same thing more dramatically than the last time. Right. This was. Not, she's not. Never mind. I'm not there. I'm not there. But you're wishing you found some of this book Aquaman now, eh? I'll look over at Kurgan. Any ideas? <laughs> Knowledge nature. Okay, give me a. Uh, <clears throat> give me a, a knowledge nature, please. What was that reroll? Ten. Okay, so if you can assume that the goblin's description is being, you know, given to you verbatim, but what he saw. You think that he's actually describing some kind of undead quadruped that has claws and a maw. And mushrooms. That the description, that's that's what it kind of brings to mind for you. Do you have knowledge of religion? 
I do not. Nor I. Nor you. Okay, so that's what that's what he says. So after he uh, he finishes, he says it a second time, far more dramatically. He 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 kind of has his eyes closed and he kind of has his hands down at his sides, and then uh, you see miasma kind of come around from around the corner. He's got like a gold tray and he kind of hunches over and walks in front of you and holds out this this tray, and you notice there's a few few coins, gold coins specifically in the tray. All right. Well, I'll. Uh... Going to go into my belt pouch and fish out a few coins from there, <laughs> and uh, drop three into the into the tray. Okay, so he you you do so, and then he hunches his way over to uh, to Kurgan, and he kind of shakes the tray a little bit in front of you. <laughs> and then when you don't is do that, anything, he kind of is that kinda, a is prods at you with the train. Is that a donation to the Starving Children Fund of High Castle? Of High, High Castle. Castle. Uh, so when you say that, Miasma kind of looks towards towards Lockic Dragma, and Lockic Dragma just very casually just gives a nod, and then Miasma kind of turns back to you, gives a big nod, and prods at you again. You can give me a sense motive if you want. I will. <laughs> Ten. A ten? You think my asthma seems to think it is, but you, you don't <laughs> think so. It's certainly not a donation to anyone except logging. I'll, I'll look over at, uh, I'll match the same amount of gold he gave. Okay, so my asthma kind of comes back and, and you see, kind of tucks the, the For the children, away. right? So my asthma turns to you again and kind of gives another nod. I'm looking right at Lockick. He 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 kind of looks off into the distance, like, <laughs> like there's some kind of great thing he's looking at, way out there in the distance, far beyond the veil of what you can see. So you guys leaving the goblin here? Or are you taking it with you? No, we're, I'm taking the goblin back okay. with me. <laughs> Sounds good. How much gold did we give up? Well, I gave him three. So I'd be six gold. You guys gave him for that little translation. Yeah. So when you tell Scarlet, be like, "You spent what?" <laughs> <laughs> so you guys leave. You uh, encounter Scarlet, who's in the Spear of Spirits, and uh, yeah, you <laughs> only cost us six gold. Yeah. And look, we still have the goblin. We think it's now. A, we we now think they're the trees being stalked by an undead of some kind. Interesting. What kind of undead? So he's. Scarlet's all ready for your, your description of what Lockick Drogba told you. And I definitely can't repeat that. <laughs> I'll just rewind the audio. Yeah, yeah, we could check that. But uh, are you going to mm. do it all like... <laughs> oh, not a chance. It had claws. <laughs> I'll describe it as a, uh, a bipedal creature with claws and... Uh, Mush- uh, mushrooms growing off of its back. Mushrooms, you say? Yep, mushrooms growing off of its back. Is that enough of a description that I might be able to <laughs> Let's formulate? Let's get a uh, knowledge religion. And it doesn't seem to tire. Oh, Chris. It's a 26 knowledge religion. Okay. And so we'll just factor in a little penalty for uh, yeah. him telling you yeah, what yeah. Lockett Dragma told you that a goblin told you. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that gives us a result of, you're not really sure. Okay. But it does sound like an okay. undead of some kind. Okay. 
<laughs> you spent how much on this information? <laughs> but not only that, you think it's an undead that has some kind of contagion, some kind of disease. Interesting. Well, that it was well worth that is valuable gold. information then. So I will say to uh, Elodie, is that the goblin? Yeah, that's the goblin. They'll fit perfectly in that pot over there. Yeah, but like, we're not gonna plant the goblin. Yeah, I but don't, don't you want to grow another one? No. Why would I want to grow another <laughs> goblin? Well, maybe this one will get lonely. I mean, that's a valid point, but no. Um, can you make us something to, uh, counteract diseases? Oh, I have some anti-plague here. How much? 50 gold each. Best in the city made by yours truly. Now, so you know, it'll work. This works on, on this won't. <laughs> you could even. It's like an antitoxin. No, I don't need anti-poison. I want diseases. <laughs> Specifically said diseases. Um, yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna buy a couple. Yeah. Then the fifty gold each. I am. How much gold do I have? You let me check. It tells you the last for an hour. An hour. And what is it? What uh, gameplay terms? What does it do? It's a plus four bonus on your fort save to resist diseases. Oh. Yeah. Last for it's an hour. Bonus. And just if you're gonna buy some, you got to make a little note that it was. It's an LEDs anti plague. Okay. But we haven't actually made any gold yet, have we? You guys have been collecting bounties and stuff. Well, yeah, I don't actually have... We haven't paid out any gold yet. Well, so you got a big bag filled with some money. So how much money do we have then, uh, Beast? You know what? She tells you, I will straight up trade you one anti-plague for that goblin. Yeah, I... But you have to plant him in that pot for me. I'm not into... Because you're into plants. I'm I'm into plants. I'm just not into flesh trade. What? What are you talking about? Well, I don't really want to sell you this because then it yeah, just no, feels like a trading for it. Yeah, but the, that would, the concept is that the same. Would literally be a flesh trade then. <laughs> a trade for flesh. Ah, you're right. That doesn't sound right. No, no. Well, also probably illegal. Okay, what if it's dead though? Um, there's a couple. How much would you pay for a dead goblin? Well, I'll trade you two. Dead goblins for one anti-plague. Hmm. But it has to be in really good condition like this one. She points at the one. No goblins. We're not. <laughs> no goblins. Goblins are off the table. I look over at Gaius. And I'm like, yeah, goblins off the table, right? I would. I, I mean, I, I think well, it's pretty unsanitary to keep. Horse, think, so. What's that? It's pretty unsanitary to keep goblins on yeah, the table. Okay. Not, and in the town in general. <laughs> Do we have enough gold to buy a couple of these? 50 gold each. I think it's a good idea. Yes. I have it. I think the reward for Bloody Brack was worth more than that. Okay. So. Yep. So what do you think? Just buy one for each of us and one for your horse? One for Craymane? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Buy five of them. So let's go. <laughs> I just kind of want to release this thing back in the wilderness. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> yeah, like, just okay, so we each got program. a anti well, she asked him, you know, if you're, you know, yeah, I'm going to treat him good. You know, I'm not going to keep him prisoner. Well, what are you going to do I'm with gonna, him? I want him in that pot right there. He'll look real good in the corner. Spruce the place up. Okay. So, um, I don't so know. So, she's how... like, to be clear, she doesn't, like, want to slave, enslave this goblin. She just wants to. She just to... wants to plant him. Which, in a in prison a pot, right of. Right there. 
No, no, just his feet. Ceramic. He's not. He could, he could walk out if he wants to. He will. Well, then he will. That's his choice. And we don't want. I know that's the problem. <clears throat> so we don't want him walking around the streets of High Castle. That'd be very bad. Oh, okay. I see your. Problem. That'd be very bad. I'm okay with the plant. This is all fine and good, but I don't want. First of all, I don't want to trade you anything for a gob, a live goblin. That just seems wrong to me. And second of all, if it did get out, it would cause a lot of problems in here. In fact, maybe we should release him over at Lockix. No, 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 no. We're not doing that either. You're going to give him to him, but not me? No. <laughs> <laughs> she looks all offended. <coughs> Bob's going to take such good care of him. No. Give him a new haircut. No. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll pay. Cleaned. This is 250 gold pieces. For five of your best. Okay. Um, yeah, she gives you five. Might work. Each bottle that she sells you kind of has a picture of her going with a thumbs up. Okay. Right on. Um, we'll say this. Man, we're very fortunate to have met you, but I feel like you're also just as fortunate to have met us because it didn't seem you're like my business. Best customers. <laughs> okay. Elodie, we have to go. Thank you. She gives you a nod. And if you. Remember, tell all your friends. I don't have you any. You want to buy real alchemist fire? You come see Elodie. The Piffians don't know what they're doing. Don't sell to them. I'll yell at you. As well, they know. don't. They don't pay well enough. Perfect. So with that, you know she'd probably you, get more customers if she'd stop dousing them. Anymore. I know. Chemical I know. I just don't know what to tell her. She doesn't listen. <clears throat> you. Uh, so you have the goblin with you. Yep. <laughs> you. Head to Black Tree Hill. Yeah. You now have anti-plague and a goblin. Yeah. Yep. And you guys set up camp for the night. Okay. So we're is the goblin is it it's it's currently unconscious. Oh, it's unconscious again. Oh no, sorry. It is conscious. And he's kind of drooling right now. Okay. He is like mega high. Like okay. whatever <coughs> Lockett gave him is serious stuff. Okay. See, he seems pretty content right now. He's kind of just dead weight. All right, cool. So <laughs> he twitches every once in a while. So I think we set up camp. On here. our way out, I'm going to stop by the inn. Okay. That we the chainbreakers. Chainbreakers and, Tavern. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, gonna, are you going to stop by for a meal? With <laughs> yes, definitely. Twitching out on a definitely. chair beside you. Okay, mm -hmm. you do so. Yeah, but I can order. <laughs> It's like your mascot now. He's completely sated. Don't worry. He's <laughs> <laughs> having the time of his life. <laughs> but I can order, I can order some, uh, some porridge for the okay. goblin, and I'll feed it to him. Because <laughs> the poor thing was starving before. Okay, so you're, you're feeding it to him. <laughs> feeding him porridge. I am so glad we took this thing. <laughs> New party member, Ooh. starving deranged goblin. Okay, is now addicted to crab paste. <laughs> crab paste and porridge. <laughs> okay. So with that, you make preparations and fill your bellies for tonight's attempt on the beast of Black Tree Hill. But will they make it there unaccosted by anyone further? Who is this goblin 
And will he become a member of the party? What was the crab paste? And do we want to see some more of it? Is Lockic Drogma ever going to be able to befriend Scarlet? This and more on Barely Adequate, where we aren't that good at this. And, and you, you don't, don't have, have to be either. either. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Lockic's great. <laughs> <laughs>